Welcome to the Dementia Caregiver Talk Show, a podcast to help you navigate the senior care maze. Learn and laugh with us as we discuss creative solutions and ideas to common and uncommon dementia care challenges and how to make sense of the senior care industry and options even if you're not a professional. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Caregiver Talk Show. And I think today we're on episode 14. Wow. We're sure flying along. How are you doing, Joanne? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And today we have a really interesting topic. And, and yeah. I know there's a lot of question about it. And it's um, stages of dementia, how to focus on the positives. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, I can't imagine... Um, the people that through all the years of nursing clinical care, uh, there was a Dr. Reisberg who created a global deterioration scale. Doesn't that sound negative? That is, yeah, that's uh, yeah. definitely very negative. Unfortunately, because of that exact direction, it started off negative, but it also, all it does is it tells you all the stages that they go through that they won't be able to do anymore. So at the loss. So it's all about loss. And it's sad and it's depressing. So if you're a caregiver and you want to learn about this, how is that going to help you, Val? I think that would give me a lot of anxiety. If let's say I was new to dementia care and, and, you know, I want to educate myself a little bit and see, well, what's ahead? Because, you know, planning ahead is so important. And I look at the scale and if all I read is what they'll lose at this stage or at that Terrible. point they won't be able to, that would be, that yeah. it would be really sad. And frankly, it would give me anxiety. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah. And so I think uh, that has actually happened to me and my family because I uh, was trying to help my sister go through a process with her husband and she, because the process at that time, and that's been a, a while back was all about, okay, now he's not going to be able to do that anymore. And he's not going to be, and she just, shut down and said, I don't want to know that. Right. I don't want to right. hear that. Yeah. And instead of doing that, then I went back and went through Tipa's work on the gem levels, which mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you about mm-hmm. now, which is awesome. Um, and it changed the way she saw him and how she could work with him. Right. And it was, it was like turning on a switch. It Aww. was just amazing. Wow. So um, what we're talking about today are gems. And the reason for that is that Tipa had actually taken somebody else's, she looked at everybody's stages mm-hmm. and some of them are early, mid and late. Right. Wow. That's right. kind of a broad that's, yeah, subject. That's- yeah. Uh, and then the other one was one that was actually called the Allen Cognitive Levels, which were designed for OTs. Okay. Occupational therapists. And Tipa is an OT. She's an OT. Okay. Yeah. For those, if, in case you have not listened to us before, if this is the first episode, if you are not familiar with Tipa Snow, she's a internationally renowned dementia care educator at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's worldwide and she's uh, she's remarkable in the sense that she focuses on practical skills and truly helps people understand how yeah people with dementia perceive the environment and how you as a healthy person can can better help them yes and, yeah so and that's what yeah, yeah that's what's so cool about this because i will tell you we actually um not to get too far out of the subject right but we have this great dvd with tipa that talks very much about the progression of dementia yep. But let me tell you why this is important for people to know. Um, What TIPA decided on was that if you had the right setting and the right care, 
that person will shine. Mm -hmm. And so instead of looking at them at a loss, she, she decided to turn them into a gem, a gem level, because they always shine. Mm -hmm. And so by doing the positive things with them, it changes the way you work with that person. Absolutely. It's incredible. So uh, hopefully you and I are considered a sapphire. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now so. at that point, a sapphire means there's no dementia involved okay. with your brain. Um, and you can have bad days and good days. And right. some days things and just we all don't do. go well. No. But you get it back. Yes. And that's the difference between having someone who's doing okay and someone who has a dementia. Now, that is the first gym level. It's called a sapphire. sapphire. So you're all doing well out there, folks. You're all doing yes. well. But what I want you to know is the first level that you really begin to see things is what we call the diamond level. Mm. Now, what do you think about with diamonds? They're hard. Yes. They're sharp. Oh, yeah. And they can shine for short periods of time. Now, the thing you want to be careful with, with somebody that has that. Um, they have routines and habits mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. they like, and they don't like change. No. So if you're working with somebody and you start recognizing some of these, <laughs> uh, we're trying to give you an opportunity to learn about the stages and how that progresses. Yep. But you also need to recognize what stage that is. Right. So the diamond is the person who has who knows the boss. Right. I know who the boss is. Uh -huh. And when I get mad, I'm going to go directly to that person. And I'm going to complain about it. Um, and so that is one of the first things you're going to notice is that they're really sharp and mm -hmm. they can cut you mm -hmm. just like a diamond. Ouch. So what you want to think about, um, they're also very territorial. Uh -huh. They become really possessive about their things and about the area around them. But it's interesting if you've noticed a real big solitary diamond and all the little diamonds around them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They also like to collect people that will let them shine. Oh, that's interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So they have their little posse, as we call it, <laughs> <laughs> their followers. Right. But they have to continue to be the one that shines. Nice. So it's very, very interesting. And they can cover making mistakes. Ah. So, yeah, for a short period of time. They can definitely speak and clearly, and it sounds like they know what they're talking about. Right. For a short period of time. Right. So that's why it's conf confusing and different people experience different with them. So depending on somebody who just suddenly came over to visit, mm -hmm. they can shine like a star. But if you've been with them for a while, you start to see the stubbornness and the difficulty it is to, to get them to do something. So if you're running into those kind of things, you're going to you're going to see that, OK, this person is in the early stage aware that they have a problem, mm -hmm. but they're not going to show it. Right. So that's that diamond. And boy, let me tell you, they can they can be really scary. <laughs> <laughs> so you really want to. Um, but they do. Uh, like I said, they do uh, respect authority. So they right. do understand who those people are. Right. Like the police officers mm -hmm. and so forth. And the boy, doctor. Oh, the doctor. Yep. Yes. When I go see the doctor, I'm fine. I don't have a problem. Trust me. That's right. And then when they get in the car, they scream at the person that came with them and say, why did you tell them all those things about me? Why did you lie? That's right. right? Why did you mm -hmm. lie about me? You, mm -hmm. They should have asked me that question. You yeah. Know? So that that's your diamond. And uh, let me tell Ooh. you, they are, they are a pretty tough little crew there. So mm -hmm. we want to move on from that. So we went from Sapphire 
And we went to the diamond. diamond. Next is the emerald. Ooh. Now, the emerald is an interesting one because they they make errors, but they don't notice that they make them. Oh. So they're unaware of that. They think they're fine. Right. They think they can get dressed by themselves. They're going to make mistakes. They may come out with their bra on the outside of their blouse yes. or the, under or underwear, the over underwear the over their pants, yeah. mm -hmm. but they don't need any help. Trust no. me. No, no, no. Cause I can, I can handle that by myself. And so it's kind of insulting to them. If you try to do too much for them, they don't right. like that right. at all. So their language becomes a problem because okay. this is when it gets vague. This is when we start having difficulties and they're going to have problems with comprehension. So whatever you say to me, they may not really clearly get the picture of what you just said. And that's going to be kind of hard for you because this is where you get frustrated. And then guess what? Mm -hmm. I'm frustrated. Mm -hmm. And so this is where we get that little bit of a conflict. So that's going to be a, a little bit of a problem. But also they get lost in time. Now, Valerie, if I were to say to you, um, you know, if you're thinking in the past right. rather than you're here in the present, mm -hmm. if you, you're, everybody has a lifeline, yes. everybody has a time period that they go through and you remember things that happen along the road and you have an episode and then you have another episode, mm -hmm. but you remember mm -hmm. those things. Oh, yeah. What happens with dementia is almost like if you had a pair of scissors and you went in and you clipped this area and you clipped that area and you clipped that area and then you just tossed it all around. Oh, wow. Now, do you know where you are? What time no. frame are you in? How old are you? Where Good are your question. children? Are you grown up or do you are you still living with your parents? It is very strange at this point. Mm -hmm. And so time becomes an element that you have to be really careful of as far as what we call go with the flow. Yeah. If they're in that period of time, you're going to have to accept where they are. Yeah, because it's their reality at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And can we go into that? We have to go into their reality because right. they can't be in ours. No, that's I, true. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is, what is the green on a stop uh, on a, a light? Oh, go. Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are ready to go, man. And they're on top of things and they're getting into things. But the green for emerald means they're going to take off. They're going to be doing things, getting into things. Mm -hmm. And again, as I said, you know, I don't need your help. No, I'm, I'm good. Fine. I've done this all of my life. Yeah, I don't need you. Mm. Thank you very much. Yeah. I don't care. I don't want, I want to wear my shirt like this. <laughs> it's buttoned <laughs> upside down, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so learning not to point out things to them is very important. Yes. Yeah. And we do have a tendency to get a little critical for people. And, and, and because one thing that Tipo always says is nobody <laughs> likes to feel stupid. No. And I, I always have to think about that because it's true. So if you say, if I say, Joanne, you're wearing your undies over your pants. You're, oh, what do you mean? You can't, excuse me. Like, who made you my boss? <laughs> right, right. Isn't that? So, yeah. And that's because, what you're going to get. Yeah. Because, yeah. So you have to ask yourself, are you going to make the person feel less of you know about themselves they can make them feel stupid yeah. and it's like what can you do instead maybe you know redirect them and right and 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 can i say uh do you know when to, which one is worth fighting over yeah, is that very, really very important i mean if yeah. you're going to go to church that might be an issue okay yes but, <laughs> but yeah but if um, you're going to be at home yes yes you know. yeah 
So in other words, if you boss them, they're going to react emotionally. Right. They're going to get upset. Mm -hmm. And so it's better to just sort of pick your fight and don't make it about something silly. Yeah. You know, because it's the little things when you're a caregiver that add up very quickly. Mm -hmm. So you have to sort of, like I said, take your time and think, is it worth it? Or shall I just let it go? If we're going to sit home today and nobody's coming over, I don't care. Yeah, it's really. all good. Yeah. If you're happy, I'm happy. Absolutely. You know? And it's, that's, I know that sounds easy, but that's how you have to start thinking. It's about the whole it. thing of like learning to not have to be right all the time. Yes. And it's, exactly. it's hard. It really oh. is hard. But yeah, like you said, just let go, go with the flow, let it go. And yeah. if, if let's say, obviously depending on the situation, but yeah, if you're going to be home, just let cares? it go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it, you're, the idea is for both of you to be happy. So yeah. if you're going to create a crisis moment, and was it worth it yeah. is the question. Yeah. All right. So we're moving on mm-hmm. now. This is getting interesting because amber, amber is, mm-hmm. is not really like a normal stone. You right. think of amber as kind of like uh, a sap that gets stuck yes. in a tree yeah. and it just kind of solidifies there. Yeah. So be thinking when you think about that, that it's more like um, it's, lost it it's stuck in a moment mm-hmm. it's in a mm-hmm. moment of time mm-hmm. and so that's where they are wherever they are at that moment is where they live mm-hmm. and so the other thing is they love sensation at this stage mm-hmm. now it's tricky because they want to touch things they want to feel things um they're explorers this is what's happening to them but they have no safety awareness whatsoever So this is your danger zone with people who are in their ambers. If I look up and I go, oh, my God, look at that light bulb is out. Well, let me just climb up here. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But that is it's almost like that point where you feel like you have to look at your environment and Mm -hmm. start thinking about safety awareness. Mm -hmm. Because when somebody's in the amber stage, they have no safety awareness. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. And the thing about it is, too, is that they, they're going to touch things. They're going to pick things up. They're going to explore everything. Mm-hmm. So be aware that this might be a period of time when you need to have things set up for them. Mm-hmm. That really gives them sensation in right, and sensation out. Now, here's what's hard about this group of people. They love to touch you. Right. They love to feel things. But when it comes to care, they don't like that sensation. Mm -hmm. So coming in and doing something is totally different. Now, isn't that difficult? Because now we're looking at, oh, but she likes sensation. Yes, but. Not that type. Not that kind. Mm -mm. (laughs) So when you start seeing that kind of difficulty, you need to learn to work with them in a different way. And that's what Tipa's work is so good about in yeah. that uh, program that she done on progression of dementia. She talks about how you work with that person mm-hmm. and how you really um, are able to distract them and create an environment that really works for them. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's part of what is important. And the environment is so important. It's like, if, so in that stage, I would think that, you know, Things that could yeah. potentially be unsafe. I oh, would yeah. want to, let's say, remove them from the kitchen counter, put them somewhere where they don't see them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Clear that area out. They're also, uh, the smell and taste of things are really interesting to them. They like to do that also. Right. And, you know, so that's something that you might want to do. But 
Um, they're very limited in understanding and expressing their needs. So being able to communicate at this point with them is going to be very challenging. So this is when you get to that point where you want to do either or. Mm -hmm. So would you like something cold or hot to drink? And you may begin to start using visual signs for them too, mm -hmm. because they may not be understanding the words that you're using. This is when it becomes really hard for the caregiver. Mm -hmm. So you really need to be clear and simple about the way you communicate with that person. Mm -hmm. It's it's really challenging. Um, they, they need physical help for you. You need to help them with things. They have lost their skill, but they have strength. Huh. So that's the challenge now, because now you're going to be my strength. So that hand under hand that Tipa talks yes. about, those kind of things are going to be critical when it comes to bathing, when it comes to eating, any of those things that they're still having difficulty with on their own. But if you support them, they'll be successful. Right. And that can be used on anything you do with somebody. So in other words, rather than doing to somebody, in other words, forcing somebody to take a bath the way you want, um, forcing them to take a cup of water and drink it. Right. And they are, they don't, they don't even know what that is that you're giving them. But the sensation and muscle memory is what they do every day. They use that arm. So yeah. if you can get to that point, and one day you and I are also going to do this physically. So yes. you can visually see yeah, this on TV. Video. <laughs> <laughs> or you can, again, you can watch this DVD and you'll see yeah. what it is. So now in progression of dementia, so she talks about the different stages, like like really in depth. But she Very also talks about how you can support the person at yes. each stage, right? Exactly. So, so you can see yep. what we're talking about, the yep. hand under hand yep. and how to help, how to assist somebody exactly. in that program. She talks about that, right? She does okay. in, in details, mm -hmm. matter of fact. Mm -hmm. So uh, in other words, at this point, this is the one who's going to exhaust the caregiver. Okay. This is the one yeah. that is the most challenging. And so, if you, if you have somebody in this stage, for me, it would be really important for you to understand how to work with that person successfully. And a lot of that has to do with the way you communicate, your language mm -hmm. that you use, the words you use, but also understanding that this is a person who needs sensation. So if you provide that for them, it's going to reduce their agitation throughout the day. So those little details are mm -hmm. really part of understanding the different levels. And by the way, they can change throughout the day. Oh, right. So they can be uh, one level in the morning and still change in the afternoon. Oh, wow. So my goal today was just to kind of give you an understanding, for instance, of which level they are. Mm -hmm. So when they start acting this way, you begin to know, oh, okay, now I know what to do with her at this mm -hmm. point mm -hmm. or him, because mm -hmm. that's critical. Mm -hmm. So the next one is the ruby. Right. And what is the red on the stop sign? Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> These are the hard ones, too, because they um, the communications are, they copy you. 
but they can't initiate things, but they can do, if you show them something, yeah. they can follow that. Okay. And that's really important for you to understand because they may not understand what you're trying to get them to do. Interestingly enough, they're very limited in their skill with their mouth, with their eyes, with their fingers and with their feet. Mm -hmm. And those are all the things that get you to move and talk. Right, isn't right. It? So you're really talking about we're slowing down now. This okay. is really slowing down. They can't initiate things. And then, in other words, get started. You have to help get them started. And they don't know how to stop. There is just kind of like they get going and then it's like, uh oh, now what? Yeah. And if they go backwards, they fall Ooh. and they fall hard. For some reason, they're incapable of walking backwards. Or if you try to sit them down, it's going to feel like you push them down because right. they don't have that sensation to go back, which I think is really, wow. really hard. Now, and that would be scary. Oh, it just, truly I mean, it is. It feel really scary. It, and then you can't, I'm sorry, but if somebody was, even if they're trying to help me to sit down, and but they push me back and to me, it feels like I'm going to fall over. Okay. I'm not going to be happy with you. No, it's not, no and, and yeah. if you're going to be a caregiver, the one thing you don't want to do is get resistance. Exactly. So being able to work with them in a flow that works for both of you, that's the only way it's going to work. Mm. Now, think about this, too, because vision is hugely important. Right. Now you're down to monocular. That means oh one eye. Wow. So, so you, no you, depth perception. So if you take your hand and yeah. you make like a little circle in you close. hold it in front of one eye and close the other eye and now look around the yeah. room. Yeah. What do you see? That's yeah. that's so that's about what you what the person can see at that stage. Yeah, it's really difficult. We're talking about narrowing everything. And when you don't have depth perception, what if you were driving? Oh <laughs> what would you know if the car was actually in no. how I close mean, was it? So would you yeah. No. So I'm sitting here, I'm actually holding it my you know, my you hand lie. in front of it, yeah. and I don't see anything to my left, I don't see anything <laughs> to the right. I mean, I can't even see my own lap. That's so right. I'm like, so driving would just not it's, <laughs> not be good at No, and not only mm. that, but everything looks so much closer to you than you think it is. Yep. And the thing about that is why when people reach over Valerie to get something off the table, they think mm. it's really close. And they mm -hmm. lean and they lean and then they're down. Oh. And that those kind of falls are hard. They hit them very hard. And this is this is one of the reasons in this area mm -hmm. that they have so many falls. Mm -hmm. It's the depth perception that's gone. And that really changed. Think about walking on a walker mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. anything like that. And here you are with just one little tiny area to look at. It oh, yeah. changes your life entirely. Yes. Um and so not being able to back up is a safety issue. Obviously, that's one of the biggest things, too. But the thing that, they, guess what they do respond to? You're going to like this. It's rhythm. All right. So, yeah, yeah. So they sing, they hum, they pray, <laughs> they rock, they sway, and they dance. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that part, if you need to get them moving, that's the easiest way for you to get them going. Oh. And the other thing, especially, remember, sometimes when they can't talk anymore, they can sing. Yes. These are songs that are located in part of that brain back there that are still there. Yes. There's, it, and I'm sorry, like I keep on throwing in stories, but actually in, in our memory care unit, this was many years ago, oh. but there was a gentleman who, uh, who was wheelchair bound and he was making a lot of noises. And I think it's a sensation. It is. Right? It was mama, mama. Exactly. And our uh, director at the time, she went up to him and she took his hand. She started to sing, you're my sunshine. Yeah. And you could just see his face. 
he changed. He stopped the sound and he changed and he lightened up and then he joined in and he, he sang, sang with her. her. It's yeah. the, it was the most yeah, and you don't hear experience. him talk. And yeah. that was like a moment where everybody went, Oh, oh God. my god, it's amazing. And, yeah. And so if you think about things like that, and if you think about somebody who's maybe agitated, yeah. Do you remember when I told you about rubbing the back, somebody's yes. back? Yes, you do. <laughs> nice flat hand and you're rubbing gently. Yeah. But then you've got this little rock going on. You're swaying mm -hmm. kind of like you did with your mama when you were in a rocking chair. Mm -hmm. And boy, let me tell you, That's it just calming. settles you down. Yeah. But I will always tell you, whatever you do, use music. Yeah. Because music ties memories to people mm -hmm. way back. And it, it's just the most amazing thing. And it changes the way they react to you. And that's yes. the thing that's really yeah. neat. Yeah. So keep those in mind. And um, again, they can get worse in the evening. Right. So this, you're going to see more of that Ruby stage toward the end of the day because they're tired, really tired. So the last stage of this, which I love, is called the Pearl Hmm. Now, how many of you have ever seen those ugly shells, those oyster, oyster shells. shells? Yes, they're all, they're awful. They look awful on the outside. The thing about it is, is that dementia does not treat the body well in the right. end stages. You really are curled up. Your muscles are in full contraction. Mm -hmm. uh, so many really sad visually, you know, contractions are not pretty. Mm. Um, but the body, the brain begins to lose and all the muscles are turned on. Right. And that's one of so, the reasons. So they can't relax yeah. anymore at that point. Okay. Now, and the, you know, the voice itself changes a little bit too. Mm. Um, but the other thing is that she, Tifa calls that, that they're the pearl that is inside is hidden in the shell. Right. And I think people spend way too much time caring for the shell and they forget that there's a little pearl inside. Oh. And that does open occasionally. And when it does, that's the moment that you need to spend with that person mm -hmm. because you may not get it very often. So when that comes around, now remember, it's going to take you a lot slower to speak to that person. Mm -hmm. And then slowly, slowly, they'll be able to turn and look at you and open their eyes and all of those kind of things that you do with them right there are uh, massage, a little bit of lotion, sensation, hold their hand, a little bit of nice, soft, quiet music, because this is the one that's going to take them to the end of their life. So you know that this is, I mean, it's really curled up in a fetal position. Mm. Um, and so you want to be able to have those moments. The care is very challenging at this point. Mm. Um, and I will mention that once the brain begins to deteriorate the way it does, the swallowing becomes impossible. Um, all of the things that you have always had with that person is now going to go away to the end of life. And so understanding that it shuts down and yes, that person will die from the disease unless they die from pneumonia first, which because the immune system is yeah. down yeah. can happen. And I don't mean to be preachy about this, but those moments are so precious. So yeah. um, we do have uh, DDDs on the end of life care. And I tell yeah. you that based just on this section, right? because as a caregiver, it is so hard to let go. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and Tipa says it's not if you're not giving up, you're letting go. And it's at that point, yes, because they can't eat and drink anymore. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, it's so hard for you not to want to feed them because you, you know, like when they were your mother or father, mm-hmm. they were always caring. Okay, here you, I want to make sure you get your dinner. Did you eat your dinner right. tonight? Right. So it's almost like we always feel that this is the thing we have to do. And if we did it more, they would be okay. Right. But you have to learn that that is not the way the ending works. And so sometimes, um, you know, you just have to get to that point where you you can just take a deep breath, hold them and be with them when you can Mm. get them in that moment. That's it. That's what you get. But anyway, so those are the actual stages that the body go physical body goes through. Mm -hmm. And again, because throughout the day you can change. So if you take those kind of uh, pieces of information for yourself, learn what they are and what they still have left. um, Like they love sensation or they love music. Those are the pieces that you work with. Right. Instead of looking at what they can't do anymore, you look at what you still have. Yeah. And those are the pieces that we want you to walk away with. Yeah. Because that changes your life and their life, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sharon. Um, and I really, I frankly, I urge everyone to learn as much as you can because yes. you've, that's going to make a difference. It's going to make a difference for the person you care for and for yourself because yeah. If you know how you can help somebody better and oh, yeah. you know what? Yeah. You can might f- figure stuff out by yourself, but you're going to learn a lot faster. If you learn from people that have been doing this for a long, long time, yeah. so, uh, you know, so listening to the podcast is, is really great. And I would strongly recommend, yeah. you know, check out Chief Snow's program. The one that Joanne mentioned progression of dementia, Yeah, the progression <laughs> of, of, of the gems and the yeah. progression, Progression of gems just simply means she wants you to see how the body changes throughout different stages right. as the brain deteriorates. But it's also because she created gems, which I love her for yeah. this, because then she turned it all into these are beautiful people and they just need the right care and the right At setting. The right and boy, will they shine just like a gem. Yeah. And so for her to have created this program to me is phenomenal. And yeah. everyone should know about that. I agree. Yeah. I'm going to put it in the show notes. We do have it on DVD. Um, or if you prefer to watch it online, you can watch it right away. And it's, it's actually yeah, cheaper right. that way. That's right. Um, and also for our international listeners, um, I'm going to put both links in there for the DVD Perfect. and the... Um, on that video, and if you scroll down on each page, you can actually see a couple of previews. There's Tifa actually, you know, talks about here's one about dementia and driving or the letting <laughs> go at the end of the disease, yeah, like we talked that's about. That's a big one. And and we, I mean, you know, we'd strongly recommend learn as much as you can because yeah. it's really going to benefit you. And we know how difficult it is one. to work with somebody who yeah. has dementia, but we also know how much fun it is. Right. I that is the most fun. If I have time, I would go to the dementia unit every day. <laughs> I get the most hugs, the Aww. most laughs, and the most fun. Right. And the reason that happens is just because things are set up in a way. That allows them to be happy. They have pets over there. They do all kinds of wonderful mm-hmm. things. So take a deep <sighs> breath, everyone. <laughs> take a deep breath. Lots to the... learn. But yes. boy, thank you all so much for coming. Yes, thank yeah. you. We really appreciate you listening. And we hope 
you listen again and join our Facebook group, Dementia Caregiver Talk Show. We always share uh, tips yes. there too. Yes. And uh, we hope to welcome you back soon. Yeah, we look forward to All it. All right. Thank you, Joran. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.